Oh, what is good, boys and girls? It has been too long, too long. Holy hell. Holy, holy hell has been too long. Welcome back to Awkward Kids, the podcast. I am your host, poet, blogger, rapper, K-pop stand extraordinaire, operator 16. If you do not know, this is where we break down hip-hop, K-pop, mental health, anything I want to talk about because this is my platform. This is what I does. All right? One of the few and only dope-ass solo podcasts in the whole entire world. Y'all know what the fuck going on. Before we start, please leave a review. Let me know what you think. I need you guys. You guys keep this going. Um, shout out to all the people all across the world who have listened to this podcast this year. I think it's been in like 10 to 12 countries. My music reached like 60 countries this year. So wild, wild shit. Wild, wild time in a boy life. Um, basically, I hit a bit of a rough patch in financials and in my family life. Um, there's a lot going on. My dad had a stroke. So that took a lot out of me mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, um, I'm also, you know, got a little shouty in my life now. So, you know, there's a lot of time and effort that I, that, that, that I voluntarily put into making that relationship work. And also um, had to deal with some, some bullshit on the music end. Um, I'm sure a lot of y'all realize, like, I had a bunch of songs come down basically because someone tried to extort me out of money, someone who I was working with and basically was trying to raise the price of whatever we were doing as I was getting more and more successful, trying to over make me pay for things and and trying to have bad deals and and bad splits. And I flat out just wasn't going to let that that happen. So I decided to flat out take some time off. working on a new strategy, new approach to the music. It's going to be a very good fall. I'm extremely excited to bring you guys my new direction in this music, probably the direction I should have been in the the, the whole time, mixing all of my talents, um, not not con- confining myself to traditional rap lanes or rap, you know, or what a rapper could be or should be. Um, shout out to all my boys. Uh, with new music out, Troy Massive just put out two new songs this morning. So make sure y'all go check out that brand new Troy Massive King Karan, my boy King Karan or Karan on all streaming platforms. He 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 goes by King Karan on, on Instagram, just Karan on social media platforms. Homie's dropping new songs every other Sunday, every two weeks. He's got new shit coming out laid back vibes um troy massive is 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 like that old school deep voice raw gritty like like southern rap so i really love his stuff my boy n's got a new album out make sure y'all go check out n's e n d z um my next song um is coming out very very soon it's called um furious and fast yes um um it's a play it's a play off of the the movie series, but it's not supposed to be like copyrighted. It's just kind of how the song came about. I'm still waiting on my release date to to be approved. So hopefully we get that um, all taken care of in the next couple of days, which we should. Um, just got to clear the legalities of it all. Um, so um, so thank you all for being here. Thank you all for. Um, for for staying patient with the kid because y'all know i had things to do um my family will always come first my mental health will always come first before music and podcasting and you know when life gets rough and things like that it gets hard 
to be here. Plus, I, I didn't really have the money, time or mental effort to be here. So that's why I have not been here. But I'm back and I'm rolling back ready to give you guys the best podcast that I can back to give you guys all my lovely energy. And before we dive into it, guys, before we get started, y'all know what I say. Y'all know how we get down. You you know how I start the podcast. So don't get upset about it. Say it with me. One, two, three. Mental health is wealth, guys. Say it one more time. Let the people know mental health is wealth. Please, whatever you're doing, whatever you got going on in your life, make sure your mental health is being taken care of. I promise you guys as a suicide survivor myself, um, you can, by the way, you'll catch me in Tennessee next month giving a speech about my life. Um, I want you guys to know that no matter what you're going through, no, no matter what situation, if you put your mental health first and you figure out a safe, healthy way to deal with it, I promise you, you can get through anything, come back from anything. So please find a way to smile today. Please find a way to be happy. Um, I'm going full little Nas X on. Uh, on, 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 on y'all ass. If you don't know, Lil Nas X basically, and, and he'll never say this and I don't blame him, but he used to be huge on Stan Twitter. Like he had like 70,000 followers, which in Stan Twitter world is pretty big. And that's pretty much how he got discovered and signed before he really blew up. Well, I'm essentially doing the same thing, but on TikTok, I'm using my K-pop, um, my K-pop, I guess you could say fan dumb and and fame to a certain extent to um to to build a following and the plan is very precise and if I could crack this code that I know I can I promise you it'll put me I'm in some good places so if you don't catch me on on Instagram make sure you catch me on TikTok I ain't, I ain't telling y'all my name if you want it hit me up on Instagram at operator underscore 16, and I'll tell you. Uh, speaking of K-pop, K-pop is coming. And I want you guys, especially my hip-hop fan base, to understand this. Be- because in the next two or three years, you're, you're going to see K-pop be- be- become very mainstream in America. These rappers and these singers who take a lot of, of it from hip-hop and R&B are, are, are going to come here and, and take over I mean, in a language that that no one here really speaks. So, so I don't want you guys upset saying that, that someone's appropriating culture. No, they just, they just have a large machine behind them. But when you see groups like Monster X, who you could walk down the street um, in America and 99.9% of people probably don't know who Monster X is, but, but they can come to Atlanta, Georgia and sell out a, a couple of that stadium or that venue um, um, had to be two or 3,000 people strong, like packed packed in there and you know those guys just put out a record with french montana and they're on epic um bts is 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 here and it's probably the highest grossing physical like physical sales act in the last couple of years outside of eminem like period <laughs> like period no one sells more than they do in i mean united states as far as physical album sales outside of eminem so i study these these guys and i study these these trends because you need to understand that this is where pop music and popular music is going to to start coming from. And these rappers, they take the best parts of of our culture, mix it with EDM and with traditional K-pop and it's and it's different. That's why a lot of people are flocking to it. That's the reason why these labels, I can guarantee you, like I can tell you these labels are racing and are competing to sign 
these K-pop acts like this new group A-teens with, with the S being a Z just signed to RCA. Like you're going to see them blow up soon. Monster X was just on Good Morning America. They're on a sold out world tour. It's coming. And when rap is no longer rap has been the biggest genre in America for a few years now. And I'm not saying K-pop will ever take over, but K-pop has the but K-pop has the the momentum and the drive and more importantly, the money and people to seriously be in contention with rap for the most popular kind of music um, in America. And you can see it coming because MTV for their bullshit ass VMAs had to finally create a K-pop category, which we're not going to get into that, how racist that shit is, but but um um but you know it is the fact that it is coming and you need to be studying it don't study rap um, rap is here study the next wave of music that is coming which will be k-pop and you need to understand how these k-pop rappers are going to start flooding this industry and when you see them soon don't be surprised. It, it's why Little Nas X just went and got RM of BTS to do another Old Town Road remix because these motherfuckers bring money in people. All right. Act like you know something. Y'all out here studying rap. Nigga, I'm studying K-pop. Why do you think I'm building a following quicker than, than most people? Because I'm black in it. I'm being black in a space that traditional black men aren't in. So when I pop up in K-pop and say that, hey, I'm a rapper too, um, and I like K-pop, I immediately get the people in the eyes on me. Stop going to where you're tolerated and start going to where you're celebrated, all right? Free game for y'all on the Awkward Kids podcast. So don't say, I ain't never tell y'all nothing. Don't say, Operate 16 ain't never gave y'all some free goddamn motherfucking game. Woo! Hype today, y'all. Fucking Wednesday. <laughs> Niggas hype shit. Um, I know y'all saw all these top three lists going around the motherfucking internet this goddamn week, or top fifty list. Excuse me. It started with with another small time hip hop podcast, basically saying Joe Budden was was the third greatest rapper of all time. Which, if we're going by traditional rap standards, is bullshit. But if you're going by certain categories in and rap is not um, pretty much broke the internet this week, and you get everyone giving a bullshit ass uh, opinions of a top fifty. I don't. I have not been around hip hop long enough to give a top fifty. I didn't really start listening to rap until like really heavily until I was about like thirteen. So, so anything before like ninety five, I really don't know about. So I don't think I even know enough of rap to even give a solid top fifty. And it's so obvious because half y'all name in top 50 and you forget people like Scarface and DMX. I'm like, how the fuck do you have a top 50 and rap without Scarface and DMX? The fuck are you niggas doing? Like, no one gives a fuck about y'all, 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 y'all top 50. But I laughed my black ass off when I saw Joe Budden trending because I've always said Joe Budden is one of the best rappers of all time. If I was naming my top 50, Joe Budden would definitely be in there very, very high. Um, Joe raps better than a lot of y'all niggas. He has a better body of work than a lot of people. The only thing Joe is missing is commercial success. That is it. That's the only thing Joe Budden did not have in his career. But I can put Joe Budden bar for bar with just about any rapper ever. And and, and I promise you, Joe's not, not getting washed. At all. Like, y'all love the clown Joe Budden because that's what's cool. Like, Joe Budden 
is to his generation what rust is to ours. But at the end of the day, both those niggas are mad talented and both those niggas are successful at just about anything that they do. And if we're going by the ability, the physical ability to tell a story on a beat, I'm putting Joe Budden in my top five storytellers in hip hop of all time easily. Like easily. You, you, you cannot sit there and tell me that you can name five storytellers in hip hop better than, than Joe Budden. I'm not going for it. I'm not going for it. Nor can you sit there and tell me that Lil Wayne is 37. Like, nigga, if y'all don't have Wayne in your top 25, your opinion's not even validated, my nigga. You need to go study rap more. And for like people like Lil Durk that have Meg Thee Stallion number six, nigga, she been out for two minutes. Like, y'all just out here capping for anything now. Don't let me, a real hip-hop head who has studied this shit since literally since he could probably fucking almost read. Like, I didn't really start studying rap till I was 13, but I've been listening to rap for damn near my entire fucking life. So don't let me, someone who, who, um, um, who actually knows about rap, put together a top 50, because I promise you, mine would probably be a lot better and validated than half y'all motherfuckers. Like, like I'm gonna start letting my motherfucking nuts hang in this shit, because I get tired of being... Like, humble ways, y'all niggas. I'm, I'm, I'm a better rapper than y'all niggas. I got a better I mean, I'm hip-hop mind than y'all niggas. I just be laying low because I don't like dealing with a lot of people and don't like people um, all up in my shit. But I'm getting very sick and tired of, like, niggas just open up their mouth and think just because, you know, they like hip-hop bad, their opinion matters. Nigga, fuck your opinion. Nigga, fuck who don't like it. That's how I feel today. I feel like Jesus and Mel, nigga, suck my dick from the back, my nigga. <laughs> Don't give no goddamn fucks. All right. Speaking of Meg Thee Stallion, she got a new record with Nicki Minaj coming called Hot Girl Summer. And look, let me tell y'all something. All right. I'm so over this Hot Girl Summer, this Hot Boys shit, like City Boys, whatever the fuck it is. I don't care. It's just another reason for for. For y'all to be ignorant and be stupid and not be in love with one person and sleep around and hoe around. And, and look, I'm not, sl- I'm not slut slamming, slut shaming anybody. I'm not telling y'all that you can't go out and live your life. But half of y'all out here fucking 30 different women, fucking 40 different niggas and excusing it by calling it a hot girl summer. Meanwhile, men just dying out there booed up with Moneybag Yayo, not living half the shit she probably rapping about. Like every other rapper. Like, I'm so over getting on Instagram and seeing hot girls, some of this, city boys, some of this. This shit is ridiculous. All right? <laughs> I'm so glad my lady ain't on that bullshit. Like, I ain't got to pull her ass off of fucking social media, bro. Y'all niggas be tripping with that shit. It's not good for the culture and for these people. Why don't we have uh, love yourself summer or, or, you know, fall in love summer. No, y'all, y'all just want to be hoes and thugs and everything else. Like, and, and, um, and a hoe can be a man or a woman. So, so, so please don't think I'm, I'm talking about just women. When I say hoes, a hoe can be a man or a woman. Like I'm over the, the promotion to the youth of risky sex, of drugs, of alcohol, and it's not being, um, and the fact that that we are not promoting love and positivity and setting up a business um, for yourself. Nope, get drunk and have a bunch of sex. 
do what you want and be free. All right, that's cool. But we have a bunch of people who are depressed and lonely and have a body count higher than Jesus. Um, don't come crying to me because I'm going to be at home not worried about a goddamn thing. Not saying that I don't support Mega Stallion. I believe Mega Stallion is an amazing rapper. I believe Mega Stallion is a very talented rapper. I believe Mega Stallion is going to go very, very far. I'm very excited to hear this Hot Girl Summer record with Nicki and Ty be, 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 because Nicki Minaj is, is, is Nicki on the clock. Right? So I was going to say Nicki needs a hit. Um, that Megatron record was not good at all. As much as Barb's and everyone else will try to make it sound good, it wasn't flat out. And Mega Stallion is hot, and she got the and she got the phrase of the summer, so it makes sense that she would link up with 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 her. Plus, Ty Dollar Sign, like y'all know, Ty is golden on anything that he touches. Ty Dollar Sign is pretty much the shit. So I want to see how Ty kind of ties into the uh, to the record. May, May Ty will bring. The um, I think it's high probably like the city boy side of it. Maybe balance it out just a little bit. Very excited about that. Um, I got a lot of shit to talk about because rappers been pissing me the fuck off lately. So, <laughs> um, shout out to all the people who um, you know, do what they want to do. Let's talk about you know people. This whole thing lately of you know Chance the rapper being let's just say a corny Chance the rapper is lame as shit now. Like, Chance might be just corny as fuck now. And I'm not saying it be, 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 because his, his, his album wasn't that good, which it wasn't. I'm not saying that be, be, because of whatever people say it. I'm saying that be, because I'm very much over rappers thinking that we want them to kill themselves just because we hated a couple of records. As someone who has survived suicide, as someone who has had to sit in hospitals for weeks with with armed guards outside of their fucking room be, because people think you're going to off yourself at any moment. That's hella di- disrespectful, nigga. No one wants you to kill yourself. We just want you to stop acting like you weren't some drugged out, slap happy faggot slapper. I'm going to say it. I mean, I, I know it's a podcast taboo. Chance the Rapper flat out used to say slap happy faggot slapper. All right. So now you're this this godly in love person all the fucking time. Nigga, give me a break. All right. And and, and then when we call you out um, um, over the lack of a great album, which if you weren't if, if, if the album wasn't so highly anticipated, probably wouldn't have even sold as well as it did first week because it wasn't a good album. It was OK. It was too long. First of all, 22 songs of Chance the Rapper is too much. And when you t- largely talk about the same thing over and over again, it's, all right, cool. It's the fact that you get a little bit of blowback, and for the first time in your career, really, aren't the golden child. And when you find out that you got beat out for for, for number one album by a nigga who most people don't even know, which we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, then you want to hop on Instagram or on Twitter and give this bullshit ass story like, like niggas want you to kill yourself. My nigga, I've actually had people want me to kill myself. I've actually had people in my DMs threaten to pull up at my house because of shit I said in songs um, and in music, nigga. So for you to act like because you got a little blowback because people weren't in love with your music, the fuck? Like, you want to come check out my DMs? Because this is the crazy. Niggas talking crazy to me all because I, I say what, what I want to say. Like, Chance got to chill the fuck out. And, 
and understand that people don't have to love um, everything that you do. And that does not mean necessarily that anyone wants you to kill yourself. Then to end it with, with, with that bullshit ass joke, more love my my wife. No, like, nigga, if you're going to be depressed, be depressed. But you're not going to be depressed and then turn around and say, I love my wife all because you're getting blowback for, for, for having a not great album and being beat out by someone who most people have never um, heard of called NF. If you guys don't know, NF is like on that Russ way, right? Someone who you've never seen on Billboard charts really like never hear their songs, not as celebrated in rap, in traditional rap, but sells out like crazy and has no one album. NF just pretty much says screw tra, 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 traditional rap. And my question is for people like Russ and, and, and I'm NF who are white or of lighter skin complexions who end up dominating a lot in rap. Let's be honest. Is it smart for a rapper to not cater towards black people? Because it seems like the, the more you rap, but actually make it more for like non-black people, the better you, you, you fucking do. So I feel like that is just kind of how it is. Like when you create some of this watered down, you know, shit. And I'm not saying that NF is, is, is completely watered down, but, but he definitely isn't making like hardcore rap or even like that much of edgy rap like it's it's very much pop rap it, it's very much rap meant for like caucasian people let's just be honest so when you make that kind of rap i just think it's very interesting and i don't understand why people get mad at, at people like that for being number one and i think like chance like 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 Lane directly was like mad at that too so People play this industry and play this game um, how they want, but the emotions and the energy be, be, behind like people getting mad about things like your album not being number one or how people receive it is so stupid. I just don't understand why we have to go through all this. Like it should not have to be all of this just because your album isn't being celebrated. Why can't people just take things in stride? I ponder that question. I, I, I also wonder with this, will we ever get new music from Frank Ocean? I really need new Frank Ocean music in my, <laughs> in my life. Like I was sitting there today listening to um, old Frank Ocean music like I do almost every day. I'm just thinking about how much and how nice it must be to just be able to sit at home or travel and not make music for like the last two years, really, or, or not put music out in almost in the last year plus. And no one really give a fuck. Like, eh. Like, Frank put out a project in 2017, and last year we got like one or two songs. And like, that was it. And so it's just like, Frank, Frank, Frank don't even be, be trying. And I'm to the point now with, with, with all these rappers, I just want Frank Ocean to come make music. Come let me know what is good. I need to know. Thank you all for listening. I am hoping, hoping, oh God, hoping to be back full time. Uh, once again, very sorry. I had life hit. I had my dad get sick. Lots of shit happened, but very happy to be back. Very happy to be in the throes 
of the podcast. Once again, remember, love yourself, love people around you, be good to yourself, be good to your family. I am Operator 16. This is the Aqua Kids podcast. See you next week.